Hello, everybody, and welcome to Medic's Mind, the podcast. Thank you very much for coming out. Hope your day is well. Hope your uh, week uh, was good. What would it be, Saturday now? Yeah, Saturday. So hopefully your week was good, uh, and hopefully this week ahead is going to be fantastic for you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Emetic's Mind. Uh, I do have a read for you. It's a blog post that I wrote a, a few days ago, uh, maybe even a week ago now. I, I don't know. Time just gets away from me sometimes, doesn't it? Um, I, I wrote this uh, in response to a conversation, uh, a colloquy, if you will, uh, that I have with a friend of mine. And uh, this particular friend was going through a bit of a rough time that evening, uh, not really feeling too high on himself. And uh, having some issues with uh, relation to the fair sex, uh, he uh, was feeling unattractive, uh, unwanted, unloved, and lonely. And uh, we had this conversation, and you know, of course, uh, from uh, from the outside's pers- you know perspective, my perspective, uh, I, I was able to say all these great things that I see about this person, about this guy, and uh, and and try to reinforce those things within him, but. Uh, you know, he wasn't really able to see them and, and it, w- it got to the point where uh, everything I'd said just kind of fell on deaf ears. And um, and when the conversation was over, I felt really bad because, you know, I don't generally like uh, people I care about being left in pain. And uh, I kind of felt useless um, in that moment. And that that's also a sentiment that, that I have felt numerous times uh, as a paramedic, you know, when you deliver a death notification um, or, or you're unable to make the save, uh, it leaves you wanting. It leaves you with feelings of inadequacy and feelings of uh, unworthiness. And, uh, and those are still things I'm learning to come to terms with. So I sat down and I started writing this piece um, uh, for, for this. My, my th- At first, it started out as thoughts uh, that I was having about uh, you know our conversation and about some shared experience and some shared feelings towards the, you know, the, the feelings of being lonely and, and isolated and uh, feeling unloved and unwanted. And then, and then I started thinking, well, how, what, I mean, if he reads this, what help, what benefit is this? It's really not. And, and when I reread this, what benefit and what help is that to myself? It's not. So I in turn decided to write a letter within the post, within the blog. And, and so I did, I wrote this letter and it was, it is specifically geared towards him. However, I've read it a couple of times since then. And I think that I was sort of writing a letter to me as well. So it got me to thinking that maybe if it's designed for one person, but applicable to two, oh, I'm sorry, it's my phone going off. Uh, if it's designed for one person, but, but applicable to two, well, then maybe it can reach a, a lot more. And so I, I think that it's, uh, you know, uh, some, I, I think it's something that that's worthy of, of sharing. Um, and I'm not saying that in a narcissistic sort of, uh, egotistical way. That's not what I mean by it. What I mean is that with this podcast reaching out into the etherverse, uh, I don't know who, who is impacted by the things that I say. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to, to receive messages from some people that thank me for some of the things that I've said and some of the podcasts and blogs that I've written. Um, so I feel like maybe, maybe I could reach somebody with this as well. Somebody who needs to hear it, somebody who needs a letter from a friend. And that's why I'm doing this. So, uh, this episode is called dear friend. And that is the, uh, the title of, uh, of the blog post as well. So, uh, I hope you guys take something from it. Um, 
like I said, I wrote it a, a few days ago uh, in uh, after the after the culmination of our conversation uh, that I had with my dear friend. Uh, and now I'm, I'm releasing this letter out into the etherverse, sort of like putting a message in a bottle and throwing it out into the lake or water or into the ocean. You don't know where it's going to go or who it's going to meet. I'm, I'm figuratively doing that with this, pressing the send button and the publish button on this podcast. And hopefully it will reach the ears of those who need it. And please know that when you hear it, I am sincere in what I say. Anyway, guys, thanks very much for listening. Thanks always for your support. And I hope you guys are safe, warm, happy, content, and ready to listen to Dear Friend. This world can be a lonely place at times. A friend reached out to me this evening, telling me of their loathsome thoughts towards self. They said they felt lonely and unwanted. Instinctively, I wanted to say anything and everything to dissuade them of feeling that way, to push them into the stratosphere where I feel their confidence belongs. Thing is... I can truly relate and empathize with their despondent introspection. I too have felt the sting of that nefarious belief system. For a long time, I thought I was doing everything right. I had the career, I got the girl, I bought the house, had two vehicles, a fur family of two cats and a dog. Hell, I even had the picket fence. In reality though, all I was really doing was forcing a square peg into a round hole. You can imagine the carnage that causes. In the present, when I reluctantly gaze into the mirror, I do not see a man worthy of love. I am certainly not confronted with the image of an attractive figure. A truly rancorous reflection is what greets me. Thoughts and beliefs such as these made it even more challenging to bestow any sincere words of encouragement onto my dear friend. I wanted to. I even tried. But my words fell flat without ever taking flight. Back then, when I was younger, I really did love my ex. I fell so hard and so fast for those big brown eyes and her candied lips. I thought her to be a miracle. Whatever does this raven-haired beauty see in me? The repugnant beast with a wanting heart. As it would turn out, she was less of a miracle and more of a reaffirmation that I am unlovable. Now, intellectually, I understand how inane that is to think or feel, but I really do feel it. That's the thing about feelings. They don't give a shit about fact nor reality. Distortion is their currency, and they are rich. In sobriety, I have had glimmers of worth come to me in fleeting and waning flashes. I was even brazen enough to join online dating. I know. Tell me about it. I haven't gone on any dates, nor had many conversations. This is likely due to the fact that I have had about as many romantic matches as Jussie Smollett has had punches to the face. Not many. And of course... This does little to build upon an already minuscule molecule of confidence or feelings of attractiveness. If anything, this merely cements the belief that I am anything but. Ironically, I don't even really want to date anyone. I'm serious, I don't. Isn't that insane? Pining after the thought of someone finding me attractive and wanting my attention without actually wanting to commit to it in application. Crazy town. But those thoughts come in. Thinking of sharing a bed with someone intertwining our bodies as we lay still and content in one another's company, or maybe just sitting next to one another on the couch, enjoying the sound of rain gently tapping against the window, watching the rivulets glissade poetically. There is something about the smell of a woman's hair when you come up to her from behind and pull her close to you, an intoxication not found anywhere else. It cannot be duplicated by renting a girlfriend for the night, a woman in your bed after a night at the bar, not the same. 
There is just something about love and the love of a woman. I really do feel bad for him tonight, my friend. Perhaps it is because I feel aspects of what he feels. Wanting something without really wanting it, but missing it all the same. A perplexing madness of the mind. Funnily enough, I did receive a message in the inbox of my online dating profile earlier in the evening. And far be it from me to sound so callous and judgmental, but this woman appeared as though she could have been Jabba the Hutt's stunt double, or at the very least, been featured in a Halloween special somewhere. Again, this is not a tick in the confidence box. I really don't know what the answer is. I don't know what to say to my buddy to make him feel less burdened and sullen. Perhaps that's because I don't know how to change that record for myself either. I don't know. I have all these great things that I could say about him, and I would be sincere in doing so, but it would likely fall short of hitting the target. This world can be a lonely place sometimes, even more so when you feel deserving of that solitude, and even more so when you can't figure out how to help those you care about. But I'll try with this. A letter to my dear friend. Dear friend, I know that life is hard right now. I understand that things feel rough and disjointed for you, and I wish I had the words to take that all away, but I do not. What I do have are words of sincerity and unrehearsed honesty. You are a good person. You are kind and thoughtful. You are honest and you are humble. I have been blessed in this life to know many a good man, and my friend, I count you among their ilk. A woman does not gift you your worth nor can she make you whole. It is only when you find love for yourself that the love from another will feel deserving and warm. We cannot hurry nor force that love to come to us. And although waiting can sometimes feel like agony and torture, we must take solace in knowing that there is unsolicited love bestowed upon us from those around us. It may not be the love that we seek, but it is the love that we deserve, even if we don't think so. They do. If you cannot find worth in yourself, trust in those that do. My friend, you are worthy, and you are loved. I love you, brother. There have been days where a smile seems so distant and foreign to me that the thought of one is impossible. It is in those times that my phone will often chime to life with news of a new message. Upon checking it, you will have no doubt sent something worthy of an unhinged guffaw. I now smile. My friend... For that, I must thank you. I am not the love you want, but I am the love you deserve. And I'm also here to tell you that she will come. And when she does, she will see what we all see. A good, kind, generous man. And she will gift you the love that you so desire. I'm sure of it. Be well, my friend. Good night, and much love to you. Signed, your pal. Maddie.